I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. I'm Liz Wright. This show is all about empowering you to rise up strong. What does live your best life mean? Obviously, it means living as a new creation, the very strength of your life being the power of Christ now residing within you. I believe, though, that there are challenges all over the world right now and challenges in your life challenges nationally internationally we need jesus like never before and my guest on the show today i am super excited about this i'm so honored the person that i'm going to be having a conversation with today is one of my favorite people on the planet he is my twin brother in many ways <laughs> when we minister together we both which you'll hear from him too we both tend to say the same things <laughs> Um, Holy Spirit speaks to us both in a very similar way, but I am so blessed and honored. He is, he wouldn't say this about himself, but I can tell you from driving in cars with him and, and speaking with him that he has a spirit of awe on him. He's, he really does have the fear of the Lord. He, he has an awe about him and how he relates to God. He has, he has a purity and a holiness on his life that literally is contagious. So I encourage as we, as we dive into this conversation, I really encourage you to just, if you can, wherever you're at, sit back and just drink in the mm. beauty of what drips from my brother's spirit because it's going to change your life. Mm. So let's just dive in. My guest today is the awesome Eric Gilmore. Eric, I'm so honored. Welcome. Welcome. I'm <laughs> so happy that you're on with me. You know, I'm such a big fan, but I'm and championing you on in the nations because of it's, it's, not, it's about who you are. You know, it's your authentic life is releasing the authentic Jesus. And I think that's the moment we're in. So I want to give maximum time. Obviously, this is a conversation, not an interview, you know, with family. Sure. But it's really about, you know, everybody in the nations right now, we're rising together. It's not one or two. We are all needed to shine the nature of Jesus in this hour. So the nuggets you carry about intimacy with Jesus, about the power that comes from a devoted life of sitting at his feet, you have language i know you would never say this about yourself because you're so humble but many people liken you to aw tozer you know i know you love him but there's a there's a, a gift of language of communication that's on you for the edification of the body in this hour that's essential we need who you are and so family just engage your spirits eric whatever's in your heart please share it please share it sure uh well for me the root of a devoted life is love. When I fell in love with my wife, she captivated my heart and I surrendered to her my devotion, my commitment. And Jesus is the, the same way. When I fell in love with him, I gladly surrendered the rights of my life to him just in response to the beauty of his nature, character, and person. So to me, devotion is far less of a uh, discipline as it is a delight. Uh, his beautiful face, the sound of his voice, his infinite charms, they pull me 
towards him. He's enchanting in all, all the ways that he reveals himself, whatever facet of his being he shows me, I see another uh, glimpse of his beauty. And each one of these things pull me towards him and fulfills me in a way that nothing else can. So in that, I define devotion, being captivated by all that he is and, and who he is. And so for me, a devoted life is love-centered. It's his, his beauty-centered. Uh, and I'm, my heart breaks for people who have become like Christian drones, who have uh, just a, a language without love. And, and they are focused on calculations more than adoration. It, it, it's, it's a sad thing because they miss the bliss of life. Uh, I often say when people ask me what's missing in Christianity because they feel incomplete, I say what's missing is the kissing. <laughs> wow. uh, they don't have the sweet love exchange. And this is, has all kinds of negative effects in my life and in anybody else's life who doesn't have sweet, intimate, direct, loving contact with him consistently. I find that uh, a lot of parts in me start dying when I stop touching him, when there isn't a direct uh, interactive exchange with him. Uh, there's a lot of things that start uh, becoming stale. Stale is a, a really good word because we can keep our language the same, but it doesn't ring or taste the same as, as it used to. And, and I think you would agree with me that uh, the danger of the intimacy movement is that a lot of people have only adopted the language yeah. of the intimacy movement. Yeah. And they have skipped going behind closed doors themselves and memorized a Christian vocabulary or a intimate vocabulary and have not the sweet, intimate love exchange yeah. um, that, that you and I cherish so much without it we're, we're finished yeah. yes yeah so that that's kind of what's what's been on my heart yeah and it's it's so essential you can and i'm sure you're feeling the same thing at the moment there's this yearning in the heart of jesus that i'm feeling he's drawing us to himself he's longing for us to know his heart to, to understand reality as he sees it and to be but it's it's like I'm feeling Jesus wanting to rest his head yes. in our heart, to share this, the deep things of his heart with us. The, 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 he's drawing us into a greater capacity to, to be consumed by our relationship with him. Do, are you feeling that? Yes, very much so. I'm finding people in different parts of the world that I've been going to are having the same sense, a drawing, a, a literal a pull towards him, a, mag a magnetic pull towards his person. Yeah. 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 I'm really feeling that. So, t so share, if you would, can we, can we get inside your relationship with Jesus a bit? Sure. And sort of how, because obviously lots of the family listening right now, they don't know many people. I get asked this when I'm on the road lots, you know, the how, and you have so much rich teaching about this from what, how Jesus has taught you directly and what you've learned from the scriptures sitting with him. 
Uh-huh. It's the how to, how do I prioritize his presence? How do I feel his presence? So for you in this hour right now, how are you leaning into him? What does it look like for you to, like you say, to just sit at his feet and adore him um, in the midst of life? Yeah. Uh, well, there's a phrase that has been coming up in my heart recently, and it's by Charles Spurgeon. The, the phrase is a question. And it says, how can a stone rise? And this in and of itself has so much inside of it, this statement, because we know that a stone has no life right. and it, it cannot rise. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never seen a stone walking around. You know, <laughs> it's completely dead and unable to breathe or move or feel. And I think what Spurgeon is saying is that the recognition of our personal independent inability to perform anything is the secret. He follows this statement by saying, oh, raise me, Lord. I'm saying this to say that I, I think that what a, a lot of people sabotage their prayer lives by going in trying to make something happen, not realizing there's nothing you can do. It's rest. It's bankruptcy it's dependency oh i need you to want you i need you to love you i need you to quicken me i'm i'm unable to manipulate you or make something happen myself for me this has been fresh in my own life when i come to be with the lord and even throughout the day i've been recognizing oh lord how can a stone rise it cannot but raise me lord I look to your spirit to quicken me to life that I might love you and that I might give you the attention that you deserve, Lord. So to me, I've been finding a secret fresh in my life is bankruptcy, Uh, utter dependency. I need you, Lord. I just read today in the Psalms where the scripture says he raises the poor and he lifts the needy. And to me, this is so beautiful. The lifting of the Lord, he grabs you and he picks you up when you're needy and poor. He raises the poor. I think there's a difference between being poor and needy. Being poor means I I recognize I don't have anything. Needy is I not only do I recognize I don't have anything, but I recognize I need you. And so for me, these two things are very special. It's how I'm lifted up by, by the Lord into the Lord. I need you, Jesus. Oh, I'm feeling the presence of the Lord just for you. (laughs) (laughs) I just received that family. There's such a flow right now of anointing, drawing people into this place of humility, actually, of reality. I, you, when you were speaking, Eric, I kept the Holy Spirit just kept showing me the Shulamite in Song of Solomon. Oh, yes. Just realizing the wisdom of leaning. You know, we come out of the wilderness leaning. We mustn't fear the weaknesses that we have and, and the, sac- the, 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 
the difficulties of life, you know, Psalm 91 and, you know, and, and the life, just the posture of the heart that if we would just say yes and let go right now and come back to his feet, the glorious, ex- exquisite bliss experience that's ahead of us that he's taking us into. Because like you said, we can't get ourselves there, right? We're a stone. <laughs> but if we'll just go, yeah, and let go, he's going to take us into the life of leaning. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Uh, that where, it sounds like that's where you're at as well. That's what I'm seeing to be. It's almost a secret door that mm-hmm. only the humble enough to be able to say, Lord, I need you. Remember the two men that Jesus talked about who came to pray? And the, the first man says, I thank you, God, that I'm not like these other people. I fast twice a week. I you know, give money. And the Lord is not happy with his prayer, even though he's thanking the Lord and recognizing the things that he's doing. It's all about him, all about himself, what he's doing for the Lord. Even his gratitude is tainted by a self-centeredness. I thank you that I'm not like him. But the second man, he says, oh Lord, he, he beats his chest and he says, oh Lord, have mercy upon me. And he, he won't even so much as lift his eyes up because he recognizes that God is so much greater than him. The Lord is pleased with this man. I'm not trying to say we should grovel on the ground, but I think it's pointing to a recognition that I don't have anything here. You have everything. I think this is the secret of what Jesus is even saying about receiving the Spirit. In Luke eleven thirteen. he says, if, if a child asks a father for something specific, he's not going to give them something else, right? Right. And, and then he says, but the father will give the Holy Spirit to all who ask. And I think this word ask is very important because it means I don't, I recognize that I don't have this in and of myself and yeah. that I need it from you. Yeah. And I think it's so small but it's so important because the Lord teaches the humble his way. Yeah. It's a huge key that Eric, I can feel the weightiness of the Lord on that. There's a grace for people to hear this at the moment as he's breathing fresh revelation into you guys out there right now. Just really hear that key, the simplicity of asking and that, that posture of humility that you say of realizing that it's all him. Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's all him yes. it's supposed to be a life of uninterrupted unhindered union with him right yeah. where he is our source of love and power of goodness purity holiness where he's filling us increasingly and ever expansively now with his nature as we enjoy yeah. him like yeah. you, say, you know through who who I can feel you, Jesus, thank you. He's just stripping away religion right now from people's hearts and simplifying us, right? Do you see that? And then like he's simplifying us back into this simple life of devotion. Like you said before, you know, just out of that busyness of of ways to pray and ways to live a good Christian life where we're striving to be good people, you know, and that's 
it's a noble value, right. but it's not the highest way. Yes. You know, he it's the life of surrender. And I think for some people, I know I get asked this, you probably do as well, people don't know how to let go. For some people, you know, it's the, it's that sort of tension, isn't it, of between the abdication of responsibility and the relinquishment of control into the one who is, you know, is in control. Yeah. So he becomes the source of our strength. So it doesn't mean that we stop being responsible in life. It means we flow from a different source of power and strength and wisdom right. and capacity. Okay. And I think that's one of the things he's getting us to, certainly through the message that you're carrying, that coming back. You know, if we'll be brave enough right now to just come back and say yes and, and, and say, okay, I am going to sit at your feet, Jesus. I am yeah. going to hand the reins of my life to you and trust you that you will direct my path you will direct me and you will show up you know so this is I would just love you to speak into the how just like maybe even because as you're speaking Eric there's impartation happening people uh, are I can feel it you guys are <laughs> again yeah <laughs> taking people from striving into rest yes and the how it's just there's a supernatural grace to move it doesn't need to be an intellectual process right it's an experience of the heart that yes. faith ignites that grace floods through us and we shift posture internally back into rest and then his spirit starts to be the source of everything that we are that's right. what i'm feeling he's doing as you're speaking mm -hmm. I totally agree with you. Okay. I, I don't see anything more responsible than giving the responsibility to God. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I recognize there are responsibilities given to me, so I need to give them to you in order for them to get done so that it's from him to him through him. Uh, so one of the keys too that helps me enter into the sweetness of his presence. Even this morning, as I sat there, I, I just went into uh, what I like to call adoration. Uh, I say adoration because when I say worship, people immediately think music. Mm -hmm. But I feel when you say adoration, it's something deeper than sounds. It's something deeper than even expression. Adoration to me is heart upon heart. Lord, I, I give over to you my emotions, my mind, my will. I worship you. To me, worship is a major key to experiencing the presence of the Lord. To quote C.S. Lewis, he said, God communicates his presence to men in the process of being worshiped. There's, wow, there's say that again, Eric. That's powerful. God communicates his presence to men in the process of being worshipped. Wow. There, there seems to be like a receptivity that opens when the soul adores Jesus. Once the soul gets its eyes off of itself and looks unto the Lord, there seems to be an opening up of perceptibility or receptivity of the presence of Jesus. And so for me, this is very key. I practice this every day. 
uh, not just in my times of prayer, but also throughout the day living in prayer. I just continually letting my heart go up unto him, sneaking away for a moment to just give sweet nothings to him. Lord, I, I just love you. I, I long for you. I, I enjoy your presence. Be with me. Help me with these little things so that even if you're making spaghetti for the kids or, right. or if you're washing dishes, yeah. these little love flares going up to him fill our souls with empowerment and sweetness. It's almost as if you maintain the sweet sense of his presence by continually looking unto his beauty throughout the day and when you're away from everybody else. So I would, I would really say that adoration is a how-to for me. It's a go-to for me because I see its subjectivity. Adoration is me taking my proper place and giving him his proper place. You are worthy of all, Lord Jesus. It's just, this is a life-changing key for, pe- for many people right now because this is the true walk of the bride, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus died to bring forth a new creation that would look exactly like him. Right. That's who we are. This is our best life. This is the new creation reality. And we're learning in this hour how to live like this. And I love your language, Eric, and the simplicity of your walk. So this is how you protect your connection your experiential connection and in your interior life yes. in the secret place of your heart to heart communion with god this is how you do it every day yes very much so wow and beautiful in the midst Thank of you for sharing that oh you're you're welcome it's so precious to me i know it's very precious it's changing people everywhere i can feel it i can feel it <laughs> the lord's so happy like he's so happy right now i'm going i'm going, I'm going to cry I can feel his, his heart. He's like, he's saying, thank you for sharing this. Because this is the whole point. This was what was in his heart when he was on the cross. Yes. He, we were the joy, the hope that was set before him, the vision that he had before the foundation of the earth, right? It was us. This, we are the point of all of creation, our relationship. But it's, it's him, it's Jesus getting the desire right. of heart, which was a people that were co-reign in forever. And this is how we grow in this reality, isn't it? How we transform with every unfolding revelation that's pouring through our heart in this place you're describing. Eric, as we close this, this time together, can you just do your relationship with Jesus? with us and just take us into this place like however the lord leads you to pray for us just to facilitate this experience because i can feel family jesus is on this moment i'm sure you can feel this he's on this moment to change your life no matter how intimately you're already connected to jesus or if you have never felt his presence he's going to bring you out of striving and struggle and fear and pain and feeling desensitized and disconnected into this sweet bliss that you're talking about that is the purpose of the cross that we would know is love and be able to release that voluntary love back to him right which is the reward of his sufferings our voluntary love it's true authentic love that releases power in the earth we don't do it to release power in the earth that's just going to be a byproduct right of our intimacy because he's god and he's leaking out of our life as we just lock on him it's the most intelligent thing we'll ever do with our life and it's the most glorious and it's our honor and privilege so will you just 
Will you just be Eric and with Jesus right now and just help us to go there? Sure. I, I did this with a, a woman the other day. She was asking me about how to uh, experience the presence of the Lord. So I just told her, I said, just close your eyes right, right there. So everybody so just I, do this right now. Yeah. Yeah. Just close your eyes right where you are. Just take a deep breath in to relax. Just breathe in and breathe out. Just sit here quietly for a second. Now just ask the Holy Spirit to take you above all your concerns. Just say, Holy Spirit, take me above all of these concerns. Just say this with me. Say, Holy Spirit, take me above my responsibilities. Say, Holy Spirit, take me above my fears. Take me above my questions. Take me above my need for explanations. Take me above all these things that have been taught to me. And let me see Jesus. And then right here, just with your own words, just begin to say, how much you love him, how grateful you are to him. Oh, Jesus, how much I love you. I worship you. You are worthy. There is no one like you. I worship. And in prayer, this right here, you're hitting the bullseye. This is the mark, just sustaining the sweet sense of his presence. No matter how slight it may be, just holding it dear, cherishing it, that he is with you. This is also what will open your ears to hear him. This is also what will open up your ability to perceive visions or whatever he may want to bring you into. It is also here that the word of God comes alive. Just lingering with him and enjoying the sweetness. Father, I thank you for every person watching. And I pray that you would lift them up into the sweetness of your presence that they would find you in personal experience, lifted into joy and peace that is promised to us in the Holy Spirit. Precious Holy Spirit, I'm asking you that you would open our eyes, the eyes of our inner man to see the Lamb of God and be blinded by his light rays. Bring us all into a deeper enjoyment of your person a deeper love for your presence and your voice in your mighty name. We agree. Amen. We agree. Oh my goodness. Family, I just encourage you as you, as we close out today's show, just take this moment. This is your moment to stay with Jesus. When you're finished with him to, for this little bit of time, for now, just, just anybody that you know that needs the content of this show, that 
needs strengthening right now. We're all rising together in this hour. We're closing rank around each other. We're coming forth as shining ones in this hour. Just begin to rate, review, subscribe, share on your social media. This program, just get it out because we, we are coming forth. This really is our finest hour mm-hmm. where we're coming back to the feet of Jesus. Everything that Eric has shared with us, this is God's heart for us in this moment. We don't need to fear. We are from another realm. We're learning to live in Christ from heaven into the earth to release his reign in the earth, to just drip God everywhere we go. He's going to take care of us. He's faithful and true, and he's very good at being God. So, Eric, thank you. Thank you so much for being with me today. We love you. Love to the family. And, um, yeah, and thank you, everybody, for being with us. Look forward to being with you again next Monday. God bless.